From the art of the deal to keeping it real. Live from the Simply Vegas studios, it's The Power Move with John Gafford. Oh, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. What's happening, Colt? Not much. I see a uh, cocktail in your hand. What are you drinking today? What do you got? This is a little scotch. This is a nice gift someone gave you. <laughs> well, I appreciate a little scotch. Gift. Yeah, a little I love scotch. how I love how every time I get a nice gift, it ends up in Colt's glass. <laughs> it's, Colt's it's, it's, what, it's, yeah. it's what Colt's drinking. Cheers, guys. Cheers. More Cheers. scotch for John. Here, as always, Colt Amadon and Chris Connell Esquire. How are you, Chris? Good. Living the dream. Living the dream, indeed, which is all you kind of can be, right? It's, it's all you can do. All you need is love. All, all, you, all you need is love. You know... I'm going to tell you something interesting that happened today. Oh, it was, it was a tale. We'll start, we'll start this week with a, a lesson in business, which is a tale of two gafferts. So as you guys know, uh, my, my children, who are 11 and 13 and have for several years, own the vending machine in my office. It is their business. They handle inventory. They handle pricing. They handle marketing. They handle accounting. They handle everything. It's how I teach them how to do this. Been pretty smooth sailing. They're, they've, uh, you know, I financed the machine to them, and uh, and I got it down to a uh, to, to a science. And something happened last week. And what happened was the machine broke. It was loud. Oh wow! It the compressor loud. went down. It was really really loud. So I had to find a guy to come out and fix the machine, which we did, and it was two hundred and fifty bucks. All right, so here's the tale of two Gaffords. So I go to my kids and I say, I got good news and I got bad news. The good news is you're back in business. That's the good news. You're back up again. You were down for three days. You're back up in business again. The bad news is you owe me 125 bucks, of which my son starts, oh, God, oh, my, oh. Keep in mind, they've had this machine now for about two and a half years, never had a problem with it. Oh, <laughs> my God. What kind of money do they make up, though? Uh, the kids, they, they're bringing down, they, they bring in somewhere normally they net-net about 70 bucks a month each. It's good money. It's good money for Good a money kid. for a kid, right? I mean, it, it's not the two kids minting uh, ether. <laughs> yeah, flabbery, but, but, but it's two practical. months of profit. Yeah, it's, it's practical. It's, it's two months of profit. And my son immediately goes and loses his mind. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! He goes up to his, you know, goes up oh, to his room, PK. and immediately he's got, you know, nineteen dollars and crumply, looking like they just came out of the rhino, uh, you know, ones. <laughs> no idea what you're and, talking uh, about. Yeah, no yeah. idea what you're well, talking about. A rhino. You know exactly, <laughs> smelling like coconut and shame, and uh, you know, a jar of quarters <laughs> is all he's got. And he's this, and he's like, oh, all I got is this, all I got is that, you know, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, you know, hey, look, we haven't done the machine in a while. You're gonna be able to go in there and get the money out of it. My daughter goes up to her room. Yeah, how much was it? <laughs> there you go. Keep the, you know, get yourself something nice. There's a dollar in there for the effort. And bring me back three fingers just, of milk. Yeah, and, and, and strokes it off the buck twenty five, right? And uh, and yeah, and she still probably got six or seven dollars because the the daughter is the saver and the son is the spender. He can't. I mean, burns a hole in his pocket. Can't can't say that. Can't do it enough. My goal is is to demolish his fake credit. Before he's eighteen and has real credit. Oh yeah, because he starts going on and on. He's like, he's like, Dad, you know, I'm. Uh, and I told him, I said, I said, look, you don't have to pay me the one twenty five. You don't have to do it. I can finance this to you. Hard I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll finance it. You can put your your half of the machine up as collateral, and we'll go from there. Unfortunately, he came up with the money between the machine and what he had in quarters, <laughs> so I didn't get to do that. But I was fully hoping to repossess the machine. From him, his half of it, you know. Of course, my daughter's just just banking the dollars as we go along. So he so seventy bucks a month. That's their only form of income. So it's, so two months of income. 
Yeah. How much work do they do on it? Because this is oh, it's nothing. It, it, it's yeah. it's nothing. But but the point is, here's you the you bought them the machine, no, right? I, no. Well, I paid for it. They bought it from me. So you financed it. Yes, I financed okay. it. Yeah, to they, them so they learned about an interest rate. Yes, and the process. They, they of bought it. off of everything that was going, and the the point is. You know, if you have a business and you have this, you have to, like I always tell them, you need to have a minimum of a hundred bucks set aside for a disaster, Mm -hmm. just like what happened yesterday. And my son, because he hadn't had a disaster in so Mm -hmm. long, just assume nothing is ever going to happen. Yeah, it almost sounds like everybody in 2021. (laughs) Yeah, it happened. Yeah, exactly. It almost sounds like your kids learned a lesson that a bunch of people are about to learn. A bunch of adults haven't learned. Right. So, you know, one of the things with me is, and he didn't learn it, trust me, because I'm guaranteed he's still trying to figure out how to buy it. He wanted to buy a $15 game for Steam yesterday. And I was like, well, and here's another great one. It just, I love my kids because it's just, it's really lessons for everyone. Because I say to my son, he goes, well, there's this $15 game I want on Steam. I said, okay, I'll tell you what I'll do. You can put up the Switch, not on Steam, on, on Switch. You can put up the Switch as collateral. I'll give you the 15 bucks, but you got to pay me back 20 and this is what he says. And this is the one of the biggest financial mistakes that all of America makes. He goes, okay, well, I could do that because the game normally sells for 39 and it's on oh, sale it. for I 15 it. I made money here. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. It's so 15 And I go, this is, this is the main concept that keeps America poor. This is the main concept. If something costs $200 and it's on sale for $100 and you buy it, you did not save $100. Correct. You spent a hundred dollars. One hundred dollars less. Now, how, what percentage of realtors do you think when they get that first big commission check do the right thing? Oh God, none of them. It, you know, what percent? It, it's, no, God, less One? than less than less 2%? than twenty percent. Less than twenty percent. Like I'm, I'm a saver, five, thankfully. Yeah, I have because I have a fear of poverty, so I save money. I save most of my money. I, I don't. It's not. It isn't. A, is it a bank account? Where is it? It's I, not a bank account. Unfortunately, I have a couple bank accounts that I save money in because there's nothing to buy. I, well, there's I, always something to buy. Not that I care about. Like I said, remember we were talking about NFTs uh, the other day, and I am not interested in doing things unless I can get behind it. I got so, it. So, I, so I stockpile. I just stockpile a war chest. Um, I bang at Wells Fargo in case anyone wants to <laughs> try to steal my money. Wells <laughs> Fargo, uh, but no. But everybody gets these well, big do, fat do, commission do, checks. Do, and, do, you have, do you have an Android? Because apparently there's a Joker virus going around that'll drain your bank account if you have an Android. I don't have an Android. Yeah, it had like they said 1,200 apps in the Google Play App Store were infected with this malware. Oh God, you being serious? So, or? Yeah, well, no, I'm dead. I'm dead serious. It's <laughs> another reason you suck for having an Android. But at the same time, you no know, Apple. I don't. Yeah, everything. Yeah, so, so to your point though, John. So percentage of realtors who get these big checks they have to plan it's like a school teacher that doesn't get paid in the summer you have to have that foresight or else you're not eating i read this statistic and this terrified me and i repeat it often and i I still think i'm right but 50 percent of americans half go to a mall look at one person look at the other it's one of them could not put together two thousand dollars if you gave them 30 days if they borrow beg pleaded and stole the average american has less than 700 dollars in their savings account Oh, God. 50%, half. I'm talking about half, okay? So, and and those people you were saying, talking about people, DM me, oh, it must be nice, must be nice to have all this sure. money. But it's like, no, it's it's like you, there's a difference between security and, and all that stuff. I am always going to be secure. I'll always have enough for that rainy day fund in case something happens because mm-hmm. that's my biggest fear. Well, okay, so so how much do you think your rainy day fund should be? Because for me, I'm looking for about 12 months, I call it moles. Month of life. Month of life. I yeah. know exactly what it costs me to exist on this planet. Right. Like on hand cash, I want to keep 12 months of life. I like that. Outside of that, 
if you've got more than that sitting in the bank, it's wasting money. You're wasting money. You're losing. You are money. losing you're, money because not only losing yeah, money. Look, losing. the value is depreciating. Look, well, look, well, look at look at the inflation over the last yeah, twelve cool. months. If you have, you can feel good about the amount of money you have in the bank, but you can buy way less crap with it yep. than you could twelve months ago. Mm-hmm. So if you're not getting that money out in a place that's working for you, it's crazy. And there's, you know, the more high level dudes I hang out with, you know, the more interesting it becomes where they put their money. You know, right. um, like I was talking about that, all those guys had the same watch. It yeah, was, it was an AP. It was an AP Royal Oak Offshore. It's, I mean, this is a grip of money. These are thirty thousand dollars watches. Right. But here's the rub, right? The reason they all own it is not necessarily to flex a thirty thousand dollars watch. It's because that AP, they all paid twenty six thousand dollars for it a year ago. They're going up in value. Sure, sure. Like with watches, like I mean, I've got a bunch of Breitlings. Is something that I have. I, they're not going up in value. I have sentimental value to a lot of them because they were bought for different things for me, but they're not going up. Right. Rolex is great investment. They go up. Yeah. No. Yeah. You want to buy some, buy a Rolex. Cause that's, that's something you can flex, but it does go up in value. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, I think that goes back to what we talked about last week or two weeks ago about just, uh, not being educated and we're not doing mm-hmm. a service to our, our community and to our, our really our nation about education. I mean, everybody just real estate. People always invest in real estate. Cause that's what they know. Mm-hmm. But there's, I mean, me, I'm like, well, stocks, real estate, stuff like that. But you meet these people like we met. These guys invest in, I mean, just well, it's absolutely. Just, it's just ne- it's next level. They are, they are first movers though. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and, and those aren't the people I'm talking about. Those aren't the people that if their transmission goes in their car, that they're screwed for a month and have yeah. to go to check city. Yeah. That's, that's the treadmill of life. Yeah. That's the treadmill that once you get on that, I don't know how, how you can't often get you off. get off. You can't get off. Well, again, but, but here's the thing in, in the hustle, in the hustle mentality that's out there. See, I genuinely believe like, for example, how did I learn about NFTs enough to buy them this week? How did I learn that information? I went to YouTube, Yeah. right? Sean Kelly, who's the guy that's a, it's, it's a guy that I bought his NFTs because he's just sent me a YouTube link. Like literally the wealth of human knowledge exists it on does. YouTube. It does. Right. So if I don't think you have an excuse, you can figure it out. You know, you look at Gary V who preaches, go to garage sales and flip, you know, old video games, flip beanie babies, flip whatever sure, you sure. can find a value. I think there's a way to hustle. And I think, I think poverty is a disease. I think it is as much of a mental disease. Communicable. It's yes, it is. It's, 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 you Absolutely. can catch poverty. You can catch poverty. Nope. And, I, and I agree with that. And I think, I think the internet is the great equalizer with that. I think if you have any type of a drive to get out of that situation, you can find the answer on the internet. I had this conversation with my friend the other day, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I said to him, do you think that there's a person, take the dumbest person you know, the dumbest, like if you were to put money on it, do you think that there's one person that you could find that would tell you that they are actually unaware of how to lose weight? No. Everybody Does knows. one person not know how to do it? No. Does one person know not know how people become successful? And I don't mean whatever. I mean, if you were to say, I'm going to hold a gun to your head, and you have to tell me one way that people get successful and what they do, and one of them can be working hard, one can be going to night school, community college, right? Gun to your head. If someone else is paying for it, what's a path to success? Do people not know what they are? I, well, I think, well, I think, you know, it's, it's interesting you talk about that because I was thinking the other day is, you know, doing this and, you know, having the camera on as much as we have the camera on and having to have some sort of knowledge about topics and even speaking as much as I do, um, you know, I've decided there's not really a whole lot of new information out there. 
No. Would if, you go to CES, the Consumer Electronic Services? Like, I, I would go to that because that, that's new. That's new practical things. But what I'm saying is, as far as the space of what I do, which is coaching, training, sales, people, psychology, those those sorts of things, right. success. There's not a lot of new information out there. Right. It's all the same. Like, I, what what are the three keys that most pop songs are written in? What is it? There's like three oh, keys, yeah. C, G, and D CG or whatever it is. C, G, D or something like that, yeah. yeah. And there's like hundreds of songs that are written in those three keys. Thousands can They're come simply through. just processed in a different way. Right. And I think with, uh, you know, success training, pathway to success, all of those things, I think that information is all out there. It's simply the matter of finding somebody that speaks, speaks it to you in a frequency that you want to receive it. Like somebody might be watching this right now and be like, oh, fuck this guy. Yeah, you know, I don't listen to this We're guy. Not my frequency. I'm not your frequency, and I think if you're trying to help others, like like we are here, I think the best thing to do is just keep putting out a consistent frequency, and you'll find your audience. Right. But do I think there's there's clues and information on how to become successful out there? Absolutely. That, that people don't know. They they don't know it, and I think they're just you have to put the effort to find the frequency that resonates with you to get the information that's out there. You have to right. try. You got to make it happen. So that well, that was kind of my point. It was that we all know how to lose weight. It's just we're facts. People don't try. Mm -hmm. You don't put in the effort. You don't do that thing you know. So how much sympathy but dude, can you have? But dude, nut are so good, though. <laughs> They're just so good. But how much They're sympathy? So at the end of the day, when people are always complaining about how hard it is to make it in America, and I hear that thing about- oh, to, Talk to an immigrant. Yeah, exactly. They're all successful. Talk to an immigrant, all, yeah. Yep. They're literally all successful because yeah. they have- a poverty mentality a lot of times if you if, if it's refugee status or whatever but they all do well because there's not entitlement yeah you know and they just they do very well right and i'm not talking about just the doctors that come i'm talking about people no, that are refugees. The, the, the guys that yeah. the guys the guys, guys in new york that figured out how to buy a medallion on a cab that's worth a hundred thousand dollars they, they, they swim yeah they, they they are doing just fine yeah they don't it's care people that are born here that are entitled that have problems executing now i'm not i'm not absolving you know whatever people responsibility for the the problems we have here. Mm -hmm. But my only question came down to if people know that the information's out there, they, you know, what is that next level? It's, it's just trying, it's just effort. Cause like to your point, what I said about CES is that I went to CES one year and I thought I would go there and it would be this, there'd be uh, those Japanese robots and there would be teleporter. And <laughs> yeah. I, every single booth I go, that's the same, just the same this. thing that's already here. What are you doing? They're like, well, uh, cloud search. I'm like, I've been on the cloud yeah. for my storage by using Hotmail since 1998. Yeah. I've been on the cloud. The cloud is not new technology to me. You just have a new name for it. <laughs> you just have a new name for it. So nothing here is new. Yeah. I don't know. I think we might be at the end of that Moore's Law. If you know what Moore's yeah, Law is, technology yeah. doubling every 18 months. There's, where, where do you go? Oh, my no. phone needs to be faster. Well, it doesn't. Right. No, the only place we go from here, I'll tell you, is we go to AI, which puts everybody that drives sure. a yeah. truck, yeah. everybody's a cashier, yeah. puts all of those people out yeah. of business. But I, is, I think it's more of a victim mentality um, and entitlement, right? I think that's our problem is when you see your grandparents go on to your parents as victims, well, everybody's keeping me down. I can't make money because I didn't have this or I didn't have this. Everybody, everybody assumes you're given like them right like every time they come at you on your dm they just assume them, because you're successful them, them haters yeah. that because you're successful that it was given to you i don't think anybody realizes and i also think people you you're in such a, a closed bubble mm -hmm. when you're poor you're around other poor people so mm -hmm. you don't realize you're as poor as you are well, a lot I, of you times know, look I, I i'm not trying to look i i don't have i go to the, you know i go to speaking events and i speak with other people and you hear these dreadful stories about how they drew up. They grew sure, up. Sure. They're, they're just yeah, terrible. terrible. And no and, excuse for it in a country. Like I this. by no yeah. means have any type of a story like that. I was a middle, you know, grew up in a, in a, in a, in a middle-class family. My father was, was very wealthy, banged my mom out in divorce. 
um, you know, she, she, my mom was struggling a lot of that time. And it was kind of weird because we lived in the nice neighborhood, but we were broke. Yeah. Like she got the house, but zero money to maintain it, zero money to buy anything else. And it was always kind of a struggle. But at the same time, like my father, who was successful, never talked to me about money. Like if I was ever, I, like if I was ever to say to my dad, you know, how much money do you make, dad? It would have been nuts. And, and driving home from the literally lacrosse practice, and my son was like, how much money do you make? Or, or no, that wasn't the question. He asked a better question, which was how long did it take for Simply Vegas to start making great money? Yeah. And the answer to that was, well, that's, that's a subjective question because what's great money? Right. Because- <clears throat> my definition has changed over the last 11 years, you know, to the point where I was like, wow, this is really going great. I mean, we were banging it out in three months. We were doing, okay. we were doing well. Now, if we were doing now and what we were doing three, you know, as a company, as, as all of our brands combined, yeah, growth is relative. Oh God. Right. Relative. It's so Everything successful. Is. But being yeah. able to tell him that and, and talk about success, talk about money and talk about those things. I, I think, you know, that's how you get away from raising entitled. You kids. know what the problem is, though, too? And it's something that I'm not unsympathetic towards is that this day and age, we have this thing where you go, we got three white guys talking in a room. One's a lawyer, real estate brokers, and then say white privilege, right? Yeah. And it's like, I get that. I, that's a real thing. Yeah. I'm not trying to Absolutely. get put it, but it is a real it. thing, Absolutely. right? It is a real thing in that the hindrances aren't there in a lot of ways that they are for others. Mm -hmm. But I feel that in spite of that, that's not really a barrier to success. If you have somebody in your life, right, that shows you that it's possible, that's where mentorship is absolutely invaluable. Yep. If you take people that are, uh, like you said, immigrants, all these people, if there's somebody in your life that, that doesn't let you take an easy path or off the hook or makes you work hard or supporting you or, or giving you, not money. Money yep. is the last thing you right, need to be right, successful. Yep. You need to have support, mentorship, yep. Somebody that gives a shit and gives you the information, right? So yeah. a good coach, having kids in sports, right? That that come from disadvantaged, you know, neighborhoods. Of all, that's that's across the world. That's not just America. If you have somebody that gives a shit, a good teacher, whatever, you can get over a lot of the barriers to entry to success. But but see, I don't even think you need to have that. I just think you need to again find the frequency of somebody that talks to you. My favorite DM yeah. that I get sometimes is I'll get it where people say, "I feel like you're talking directly to me." I feel like you are talking directly to me through the screen. And you're like, I am. I, I, am. I, I love that. And if you don't feel like when I, we give advice here and we give things to try to get people, you know, motivated to go in the right way or, you know, better in business or, or better, whatever they're doing. If you're absorbing some of it is, is part of, you know, okay, I'll take, that's a good tip. Oh, that sounds good. Great. If you feel like we're talking to you even better, but if you don't feel like you're getting a tip or you don't feel like we're talking to you, find somebody that is sure, dude. I mean, there's a bunch of dudes. I mean, successful. Andy Frisella, Ed Milet that have mm -hmm. unbelievable, you know, podcasts that are just great. I mean, find somebody that talks to you, right? Know your audience, it's, find your audience. Yep. But, but to that point, the other thing I like to say is a lot of times people don't understand like I pulled myself up from my bootstraps. It's like, well, that's because you knew what bootstraps to pull on. You knew that if you pulled up bootstraps, you'd be okay. A lot of people don't, right? A lot of people aren't even aware what's possible. Yeah, like they really don't no. know that you can go to college without be having great high school scores, or that you can get a GED, or that you can improve yourself in myriad ways. Well, I mean, don't not Hooters University, but I mean, no, I mean, but some schools you can't get into. Twin no. Peaks, you. Maybe, but well, there's I, a, there is a, a way if you want it, right? I always tell that to people. If you really want it, 
you'll figure out how to make it. Uh, right. The problem is, is, like you said, a lot of people sit there and don't find somebody that they can relate to. I mean, I think we've all gone through high school at least. Or, you know, I did. There, I, I, I got yeah, through high yeah, school. You got high school. Okay, perfect. But like in college, <laughs> there was a teacher that I made sure every time. Well, no. say, I think, I think we've all made I it through high school. I think we did. Well, I don't know. Not putting money on <laughs> I it. I haven't talked to John about it. I know you did, but John, John might, might not have. Oh, uh, there's a lot of successful people that make it through high school, oh, John. You know is that it? You know Did he make it? You know I want to prove. You know what's, you know what's funny? Uh, you know what's funny? I've never mentioned this, but I'm going to mention it now. He didn't go through high school. I actually did not have enough credits to graduate from high school. I there didn't. you go. You guys act like I a, didn't have it. So, so there you, you go. go to college? No, I did. But I did. But here's what happened. So my golf coach, <laughs> my golf, I can't believe I tell this story. My golf coach, <laughs> he's right. I did graduate. I have a diploma. I'm right. I know I'm right. I did graduate. I do have a diploma, but. Um, there you go, Colt. Where, where, I, where, yeah. where, where I went to high school, um, you could take something called team sports, and it was just like playing kickball or whatever, unless you were actually kind of playing a sport. And then you could go practice for that sports. The football guys would go to the gym, you know, we, we would, you know, the baseball guys would go to the diamond, yeah. whatever. And I was playing golf, so I would go out and play golf earlier. And my golf coach, who was also the dean of the school, like allowed me to, my senior year was like, Team sports, team sports, teams, and, and you got no credit for this. It was team sports, team sports, team sports, AP English, lunch, AP calculus, team sports, team sports. That was my schedule, right? So I was taking AP calculus, I was taking AP English, <laughs> and I was just playing golf, right? And and no, I cannot hit a golf ball out of my shadow anymore. This was a long time ago. But yeah, so it comes around time to graduate, and I get called to the dean's office, and he goes, uh, you're going to be half a short elective credit short to graduate. You're going to have to go to summer school. And I was like, you're the dean. You, you okayed this because you want to be playing golf. So we've been better on the golf team. You let this happen. You're going to fix this. I don't know what he did. There you go. Got it fixed. John Got doesn't have a little diploma. Carry the Y. Carry the Y moving around. Got well, my point up. to that is I think you get those that class. Good point. Good story, John. The way to justify is, that you really don't have a degree. This is why, so. I, this is why I struggle with the Scrabble words. But no, I think everybody had that teacher that you actually learned a lot more from because you, you just were able to connect with. And I think that's in life, right? What are we going to connect uh, with? No, I just don't want to, I want to know what, like, you see the afternoon specials over there, but the teachers that connect with their kids, and <laughs> I can just imagine who connected with you, Colt. <laughs> no, we're not going there. Uh, we'll, we'll edit that out. Um, but no, I think, and that's a problem. I think you're going to get somebody that uh, doesn't connect with us and sit there and say, well, how can I learn from there? Like you said, there's a million different people. That's... The internet is amazing and horrible all at once. And Oops. if you use it the ne negativity way, you're going to feed your mind full negative and you're just going to be really depressed at the end of the day. I, I or can you tell consider. how people use the internet. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, you no, 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 but can. I mean, like, not, not by searching. Oh, just by talking to them? Just by talking to them. Just if you think that the world is unfair, that the world owes you something, there's this, they that, and the other. Facebook too much. I, I go, hey, you know what? Best of luck. Because... All you do, you're not trying to get out of it. If you no. want to make the world better, you know, I, I I know kids that, you know, piss and moan and, oh, the world's corrupt, the world's corrupt. You want to make the world better, work really hard, save your money, go to law school, become a public defender, start start writing legislature, start uh, running for office, do, do really high-level things. If you really give a shit, like you really give a shit about this world you live in and you want to make the world a better place and you are dead serious about it, right? Take care of your body and your mind, work hard, go to law school. Actually, but, but, participate. But, see, but here, but here's the thing: most people can't make their bed. 
let alone make the world so, so, a different and, place. And then they complain about why the world doesn't treat them in the way that they think they deserve to be treated. And I go, well, no, no, no. You, The world isn't against you. The world doesn't give a shit about you. That's, That's the beauty. Yeah. The world is ambivalent. The world doesn't have an agenda. And people think governments have an agenda. Governments are full of individuals that have their own agendas, right? That's why there's no grand conspiracies. Wait, you're, so you're telling me that Biden is not a puppet of the Chinese waiting, trying to wreck America? Uh, it, you know, it's funny. It's like, I mean, that, that's, that's, I read, no, I read that on the internet. I read that on the internet yesterday. People that have that. worked in government. I was talking to this, this guy the other day, high level guy, purple belt jujitsu, works for the interior. He was on national SWAT team, like a really high level guy like in government. And he had all these experiences. And I was talking about, you know, government's conspiracies. And he's like, yeah, I don't trust the government, not because I think they're against me. He goes, I work in the government. I don't trust the government because uh, I just don't think they're that good at their job. <laughs> like, it, it, it's a difference between incompetence and intention, right? So in, incompetence is, is frightening in its own way, but it's, it's not like the lizard people that there's a, trying to hold. <laughs> the, the lizard people. You never heard of the 12-foot lizard people that are running the world from a secret cabal? I mean, Colt tried to take me to uh, Chica's Bonitas one time. That's a close uh, yeah, yeah. to a lizard person. Different between a lot lizard and a lizard. <laughs> no, but it is a lizard. lizard. <laughs> the tinfoil hat people don't understand. The tinfoil hat people, conspiracy theorists, blah, blah, blah. They've never worked in government. Go work in government and tell me that you think that was organized to pull off basically anything. Go work in military. Yeah. Have this group over here in Kabul fighting against its own group because they can't communicate, even though they have GPS, they don't know that they're actually friendlies. Yeah. Go. You think that we're at a place that is so perfectly organized and structured at the top that you will never get in, and then that's what's secretly controlling. Yeah. The fact is, you can't be a blowjob and get away with it. You can't be a president and get away with a blowjob because people yeah. talk. And everybody talks. Yeah, so how? Yeah. So did Epstein hang himself? So Epstein died, that, that, but oh that's boy. not, so you can't that, get. That's a, that's a good, that's a good point. So, so here's the question. Epstein, obviously, is, yeah. is, is there a grand, is, is there one of the conspiracy theories that you as a rational person kind of look at and Absolutely. go, maybe, because I have one. And Martin I do Luther have one. King, I have Epstein, one. JFK, no, it's not Epstein. And no. Epstein. Well, there's, are a, the there's a lot. I, my, mine, mine's, mine's, mine's a little bit out of town. I'd love to, I'd love to hear you. Yeah. I'll tell you. So I'm going to say this. I, go ahead. Epstein's, when you go, okay, the camera went out. Yeah, that's yeah. fucked up. Come on, guys, don't yeah. be so obvious. Right. Yeah. But anyway, I don't think that there's not high level yeah. people he that. fell. <laughs> because he's going to talk. Yeah. I don't doubt that you can have a conspiracy of two or three. Yeah. You right, can't have a conspiracy right. of 200, Thousands, yeah. 300. Yeah. That's why 9-11, oh, it's an inside job. No, one of the guys that was planting bombs, this is going to get like totally edited and be fucked no. up. No, 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 no. 9-11 no. was an inside job. No. no. Remember, so, it was. So you <laughs> need, I saw the cold saying, you know you the best these, day was? <laughs> best but, day ever. Best but if you had these guys that were tasking with planting bombs in the World Trade Center, right, right. and uh, blah, 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 like one of them will be like, you give me $25 million or I'm leaking a story. Because that email I, you sent me, that it's like it, none of this shit... I, Goes right. undetected. I gotta tell you, there's one. There's one. There's one I take issue with. Oh, there's one. I, it's, crazy. Never heard this. Like, it's crazy. There's crazy one. There's town. one. And I gotta tell you, I feel like a lunatic even believing this. But part of me's like, space is fake. <laughs> Land on the moon, moon. landing. <sighs> I, I, stru I struggle with the moon landing. That's so, number four for thing. me. Then here's the mm. thing. Literally, we landed on the moon with the computing power of what's in this phone. Sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We've never been back. Right. Right, yep. which seems a little odd. Doesn't and then, to and me at all, but uh, it doesn't at all. Okay, but and there's all these scientists that say literally you would need like a six foot lead suit 
to avoid the radiation coming the off. Kuiper the ring or whatever that is. Yes, and whatever the, that and was. The, and the, so I've heard people talk about it. I am a pilot. I study aviation. I don't think it takes a lot of technology to get to the moon. It really doesn't. Like, candidly, it's very simple space mechanics to get there. And we're mm-hmm. going to do it. There's no reason to go to the moon. It is literally useless. And the cost to get there was fucking crazy. Like, it was so not worth it at the time. It is now because of all the stuff that spun off it. I love that. I love that you're like still. I, like, no, I'm, I'm t- listening. Okay, but no, dude, I, you're tr- saying trust worth me. it. I, 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 know, I, know, it's, I know it's bananas. There was like 40,000 people crazy. that worked at NASA or something. It, none of them are like, they're all like, yes, that, that happened. But, that happened. But to me, I go, maybe the way messages were delivered, I've heard some people talk about it. Because mm-hmm. I go, I don't think getting to the moon was our problem. I think maybe some of the video footage of it was recreated maybe. Uh, some of it looks a little weird to me. I, I don't care enough to be conspiratorial about it. No. I mean, dude, point. I'm not sitting in a basement with like, you know, yeah. news clippings <laughs> with like the yarn on the strings yeah, connecting all over if the place. If it came well, out, I'm not doing they said, that. They said, we never land on the moon. I go, okay. Yeah. The moon is literally just a rock out there. <laughs> well, it's, it's just well at this point. I mean, what's gonna? I mean, nothing. they announced aliens are real like a year ago, I mean, and it didn't even make a blip in the news. Yeah, we don't. I mean, but not you, even a blip. But what we when we do that, I go, okay, what is that? What's the point? It's like people, the Earth is flat. Let's say it's flat. Okay, just, yeah, that, okay, that's that's just, just be a moron. <laughs> that's okay, it's flat. And well, control. Oh my God, that that's how you think they would control? Like, control it. Yeah. You guys, this doesn't do anything. Literally nothing. Who, how how could anything. you believe but, that when you're up in a plane, you can see, see the, the curvature of the earth? I obviously fly in an airplane. <laughs> yeah, it's but, pretty simple to okay. see that this is right. What about JFK? I think JFK. It's a little weird. But, yeah. Martin Luther King. But, but, but what do you mean, like, the conspiracy? Like, yeah, the mob was probably involved. So what? Yeah. That's like, conspiracy. I go, I yeah, By but, definition, it's oh, conspiracy. I mean, yeah, people conspire to do all sorts of There's all kinds of conspiracy. The CIA has blown up foreign leaders in airplanes. There's no shortage of us doing fucked up shit. All right. But to say like, but so what's the point? Like to me, there's a conspiracy, got, yeah, there be has a to be behind. like something else. Like the drugs. This, that's bigger, that's bigger than this. that. Yeah. yeah. Like the drugs is perfect example. The CIA and CIA, all of our North AI, moving DEA, crack and stuff. I don't doubt stuff. that for a second. Oh, absolutely. Just, well, it happened. Yeah, that, yeah, that'll happen. All right. Well, stay tuned, guys. We'll be right back in a few minutes when we will actually make Colt mentally do the milk crate challenge right down there. <laughs> see how that goes. We'll be back in just a minute. Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com where we'll share any links that we have things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at the John Gafford. I'm here. Give me a shout. Oh, and we're back again from break. Welcome back, everybody. Colt, are you still lubricated? I am still convinced I'm going to be in the Olympics as a speedwalker. <laughs> <sighs> if you'd like to donate to Colt's Olympic dreams, let us know. We'll start a GoFundMe. I am and, telling uh, you guys. You, you five know, and a half. I'd rather just run, send him world. back to school to take a statistics <laughs> class to realize what an <laughs> absurd statement that is. <laughs> oh, that's a that's better. Yeah, that's vote, a, vote below yeah. in the comments if, if if you're looking at this on YouTube. Vote on the comments where is Colt going to make it in the Olympics, or should he just go back to statistics yeah, class? Because yeah, you know, all you need is a good coach. That, that's all you in need. life. In, oh, in, in life, you should have a coach, no matter what. I I, I agree. I I agree, and, and it's interesting. You know, we were talking about what does a coach do? Mm-hmm. And we talked about in the last segment that there's no real new information out there. There's not, not going to tell you the here's the magic pill that's going to make you better than everybody else. 
really all a coach is designed to do is to not let you quit. Amplify your weakness. It's just, just yep. not let you quit. Yeah, I, I hire a personal trainer so that I go. Yeah, me too. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I have a personal trainer. And I pay him not because I don't know how to do stuff. What, is that, what does that run you? What do you cost? What do you pay? Uh, he's, he's very cheap. What do you pay? An hour? Yeah, for a session. What do you pay? 35 35 so, so I'm paying double that. Yeah. But the difference is I don't go to him. He comes to me. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go meet up. But here's the thing. He puts the weights on and off. He does a lot of great stuff. It's a really great service. Yeah. I, I enjoy it. I, I love my guy. And I show up. Yeah. So I show up because I have a commitment. We have to know what your weaknesses are and find ways around them. Well, see, that, that's why I have a gym at my house. Because my weakness was never actually working out at the gym. It was the process of getting in the car, going to the gym, because the phone's ringing, something comes up, there's always this. I can totally. literally walk downstairs barefoot and do what I need to do. Yep. No, I have a gym in my house, too. And, yeah. you know, I just don't use it because it's just not, Caitlin uses it. I don't. Yeah. Because I'll get on the treadmill, and I'll get on the elliptical, I'll do my cardio in there, but I don't lift weights in my gym. Yeah. I do that at the gym. I, and I like the gym because it's a place I can go where I don't take it's my It's a switch. It, yeah. It's my third yeah. place. Or what uh, Howard Schultz talks about, the guy who, you know, the guy who amplified the value of Starbucks and fucked up the Seattle uh, Supersonics. <laughs> he, uh, you know, he had that great, he wrote this book called Pour Your Heart Into It. And it was a really great book, just mm. the history and story of how he started Starbucks. And one of the things was his goal was to create the third place. The third place being you have home, you have work, and you have this other place. Mm-hmm. And that's the place where you can kind of be yourself or maybe read a book or meet with friends. Or For cult, whatever. that's Regina. No, uh, it's uh, chicas bonitas. Chicas bonitas chicas outside bonitas. of Regina. Actually, no. For you, it's it's yeah. the Las Vegas Country Club. Yeah, no, it's yeah. yeah. It's that place we can't mention on the air. Yeah, because he doesn't want his fans flooding them with autographs. Exactly. You know what? She is, uh, or they must be watching this because they haven't been naked outside since. I haven't. No. Nope. Talking about his neighbors. Oh yeah. If you're just picking this up, Colt. Uh, no. For whatever reason. Colts neighbors like to get naked. And at one point they were a bunch naked. of gay porn stars and they moved out. And now there's a bunch of, we're, we're, we're calling them we're, working we're, girls. We're calling them strippers. Well, ladies of the night. Only ladies fans, of the night. content creators for now. Oh man. How screwed are they? So apparently oh. that's wrong though. Apparently it's that's, wrong? that's been overblown. They didn't say they're going to ban it. They're just going to only have like the verified accounts. So if you're an unverified account or whatever. So I think that was one of those things where headlines took it out of proportion. Well, cause I think it, it seems like this is, Something's gone on with the content through OnlyFans, which violates a lot of federal laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why they probably have legal reasons why they're going to say it's not that yeah. adult content's going to be banned. It's that you have to go through the process of verification so that they're not violating the USC. Right. Because in, I think you have to be 18 and you have to verify it. If you make pornography, they have lawyers have stacks of contracts that you technically yeah. are supposed to be signing Absolutely. and that you're not going to violate these laws because, you know, America has some purity laws right. on the books about, you know, who and what can be shown in pornographic content. And, you know, it, it, OnlyFans, I don't know that they probably make you upload a picture of your ID and verify, you know, whatever. <laughs> okay. So okay. there could be like 15 year olds producing content. You know, I, I look at I look at only OnlyFans, and it's my buddy Bradley on his podcast, dropping bombs. Always likes to ask people this question, where he says, "Hey, you know, would you rather make twenty million or have somebody give you a hundred million?" And that's what he asks people. Make, yeah, make twenty or get a hundred. Would you rather make twenty or get a hundred? What's yeah, a, get 100. what's a, what's a you get a hundred? Well, what about you, Colt? Take a hundred all day long, right? 
And in, in the methodology behind that is we're so brainwashed to want to like work hard and make our own way and do this that we miss the shortcut. Work smarter, not harder. But that brings up only fans. Is there a li- is there a line to the shortcut? Is there a here's the I line? I don't. I think that is capitalism at its finest. Now, nope. disclaimer: I obviously <laughs> don't have an OnlyFans account, yeah. but it is capitalism at its finest. Because here's the thing: if if somebody has content you want to buy and you have money in your pocket, have that transaction. I, I don't know why people look down on it, right? It, yeah. it, it carried with it all this stigma forever. Now I don't see that as much. I think okay. people are kind of going. All right, so, so daughter comes home, dad, guess what I did at college semester? Now I got an OnlyFans yeah, account. Yeah, but mine wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, famous last words. But mine wouldn't sir, because, you know, Sir, the poll is full of daughters <laughs> with yeah. fathers to say the same thing. Yeah, I think the poll is full of uh, daughters that maybe didn't have the coaching we were talking about oh, previously. probably true. Somebody I, that let them know that their value, you know, should be in studying neuroscience not you know getting but what if for his could, pesos i don't know what it only fans is weird because i just don't comprehend the fetish of people i guess you don't have right that's the one thing i don't get so you you hear these people making hundreds of thousands of dollars for sharing pictures of their feet like how can you hate against somebody that's hustling that way i, I, met, I met a girl that made her money like that and she didn't even go that far she made videos ignoring guys she would put a video out. God, I need to get on. Of her cult. You'd, be, you'd be rich. Would just, would, when you were single, if we just put a camera on your head, yeah, you'd be like rich. Mommy. When you talk about mommy and daddy issues, these are obviously a lot of men with mommy issues or something. Because something. she would make videos. And guys would say, I want, I want you to ignore me while eating cereal. So she'd pour a bowl of cereal, pour milk in it. She'd look at the camera like this. Like, you piece of shit. And then she'd just look away and be like, ugh. Like, I'm, you disgust me. Eat her cereal. And they'd send her like 20 bucks. And she would just do that. What? She was making like five, ten grand oh a month. God, the world making is such a weird videos. place, dude. It's and, such a weird place. And videos of her calling dudes like negative names. Like, you piece of shit. You're a worthless loser. And you'll always be. You could never get a girl like me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm asking. I'm like, do you feel bad about it? She's like, no, they love it. It's what they want in their lives. And these are wealthy it's, people. It's capitalism. It's capitalism. Yeah, it's finest, finest, I guess. And we're finding our niches for people. And no, I, I just was. Can't hate on it. Just slow clap. I mean, good for you. Oh, my God. I think people, I saw that a lot with, like, the older generation and business owners that spent a whole generation or two building something that's worth $20 million, right? right? And then you see these internet kids make $20 million and, you know, maybe they did a year of coding, another year of fundraising. Yeah. They, they made $20 million in two and a half years, right? And you'd see business owners look down on them, yeah. right? And it was funny because you'd see doctors looking down on business people and business people. People have such a weird idea of, well, you didn't make your money the right way. Yeah. What's the right way? Yeah, what's the right way? You know? I mean, well, here's my, here's my question. Is this, I mean, is it cyclical in the way that like, because I often think like what my dad, if he was still alive, would think about this stuff. Like he was always a big investor. No, not not the kind of chats we used to have. (laughs) No, just about the just about the modern economy with NFTs and you know Bitcoin and OnlyFans. Yeah, about about all of it. You know, if you think like when they when my dad was like my age, was there something happening in our world that they were like, "What the hell are the kids doing?" And how's Vietnam? Well, that's maybe true, but no, but you're like, I mean, what, it just, it, it baffles what me What would think. be it back then? I, that's, that's think. Oh, it was, I don't it think. It was pot. It was the dress. No, but, so, I'm, ta- but I'm talking about the modern economy. Like the was something happening in the economy? Call it, call it 1985. I mean, yeah, obviously, economics were going and booming. That's well, true. The yuppies and the stock market was booming. And, yeah. And everything was going. Yeah. The eighties became very conservative. I, I yeah. Think, it was I probably th- the corporations. 
like yeah. the Walmarts, seeing that is probably what really to them, yeah. like, what the, that, yeah. how are you going to sell that for 99 yeah. cents when this guy needs to sell yeah, for that three? Was supply oh, chain problem. battles. Yeah. They yeah. didn't have yeah. the internet. So they weren't right. at this hyper pace of growth and possibilities. Well, I think too, I think the, the amount of information we get is just so much different. Way too I mean, much. It, yeah. Like Walter Cronkite wouldn't have a gig right now. There's no way. Nobody's watching them. No. No. And, and that is interesting, right? When you think about what they were competing with, because all of human history up until the kind of mid nineties, all of human history, right. Was doing without a lot of that speed and pace of online technology. You had to have a building, some guy had to put it in the building. Some woman had to, you know, make it or, or sell it or whatever. It was all changed. And, and people always say, Oh, our generation went through that too. They went through that too, but there are black swans. Okay, there are black swans in the world we live in. Everybody thought swans were white until they f- saw their first black swan. I think it was New Zealand. And that's like. <laughs> can, imagine, can imagine the dude that saw the first parrot talk? <laughs> I mean, you're sitting there and the parrot talks to you. Can you imagine that cat? My face is fake. Yeah, exactly. Paul's all drugs a liar. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you're going to get. Yeah, but, like they, but they really did have a such a disruption right so these kids can come out these savvy they, they're on the internet they have it in their pocket you know you don't have to be alex p keaton and have a briefcase and go to an office and try to you know yell at a stockbroker to pick you up shares of something on the on the you know mercantile exchange can you can you imagine being a professional back before the internet fuck yeah when, that would be no, so no, cool dude when listen like if you didn't catch me or you know dotty my right-hand person in the office, if you didn't catch me before 5 o'clock on a Friday, you were done. You weren't yeah. going to get to talk to me. Ever. I was out, yeah. <laughs> I was done. Yeah, if you didn't catch me right then when I was in the office. You got to bring Gecko as Davidoff and ex- hopefully get a meeting. Exactly. That's, that's what you're looking for. Awesome. And that yeah. wasn't that long ago, no, which is crazy because I am I just turned 38, right? And I remember when I first got into real estate, so I'm still young, I'd like to think. But when I first got into real estate, fax machine, People taking offers over to get them signed. I, you'd sit there, well, my guy's in Hawaii, so I got to put it in the mail. He'll come back in a week. You know, something that we can knock out in, honestly, 30 minutes would take sometimes oh, 14, God. 15 days yeah. to get done. It's it's crazy. That was. There's no question. There's no question. So these kids that understand it, the first movers, they're going to keep continuing to kill it. And and we're and in the dinosaurs that don't adapt. It's funny that you're talking about dino NFTs yeah. because there almost is something very – Chippy dinos. Yeah. Chippy dinos. Ch- chippy dinos. But, but chippy dinos is sort of a, a paradox, right? Because you're talking about a dinosaur that's the future. Yeah. You know, when you think about the concept of something that died off and ex- it was extinct because it didn't adapt. It, it met a fate and couldn't adapt, yeah, right? And adapt. that's going to be, you're a dinosaur if you don't buy these dinosaurs. Well, you know, it's kind of this weird. Yeah. Yep. Dude, and I, and I can tell you, that's why I spend so much time investing in in all of these things. With, with just learning about information sure. about everything it's trying to do. Because I'll just never forget, man, when I first started in real estate 15 years ago, whatever it was, um, I had a guy, an older agent, call me and say, hey, I got an offer for you on one of your properties when I was, doing, when I was selling properties for the banks. And I said, cool, just email it over to me, no problem. He goes, well, I need to fax it to you. I said, I don't have a fax machine. He goes, well, I've been doing this for so many years, and this is the, you know, nobody's ever told me I can't fax an offer. And I'm like, today's the day. <laughs> today's the day. Today's the day. And I don't ever want to be that guy. That asteroid hit. I don't ever want, yeah, I don't want to be that guy, because the asteroid hit that dude for sure. Yeah, the asteroid already hit. And so, 
You can't put the genie back in the bottle. It's going to continue no. doing this until we hit an extinction level event where, you know, if we go back to being primitive, that's the only way any of this changes where we massive EMT wipes yeah. out the entire. <laughs> yeah. 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 An EMP, you know, a solar EMP flare takes EMP. out yes. know, um, a, you know. a crazy <laughs> yeah. ambulance employee. <laughs> yeah. pulls up and takes out the whole oh, that EMT at it again. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Crazy ambulance. Yeah. Yeah. I know that guy. So you have too, to get yeah. with it. And these people that fight change, right? There's this old saying that I just love. They say sometimes people think that not being flexible means you're strong, and oftentimes it just means you're brittle. Yeah. Well, you know what's yeah. funny? It is, I, I love that because I think a lot of that boils down to risk and people's tolerance of risk. You know, one of, the, one of the guys here called me up and asked me, was asking me all these questions about, oh, would you do this and should I do that and blah, blah, blah. And this, this is a kid that works here that's like 25. And I was like, finally, like, Dude, let me tell you something. You're 25. If you lose every dollar, you you don't have any kids. You're not married. Who gives if you shit? lose every nickel you have, it does Fine. not matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You're gonna like you're gonna like in your in my life. I've been broke. I've been poor. I've been broke. I've been rich. I've been all. I mean, this point in my life, I think I'm going to continue with the rich part. But when I was younger, I took some chances. I took some risk, and I lost some money. I learned some lessons. I took some lumps. Yeah, still here. Average entrepreneur fails seven times before yeah. they make it. Right. There's there's plenty of, there's plenty of time left to make it and do what you want to do. Fail plenty quickly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, but now and learn, learn from but, it. But you got to take some chances, man. You got to take some risks. You've got to put forth that effort. You know, gets and fucked up. People that are successful their first shot. Yeah, well, it's like gambling. It's like gambling. That's what happens. They're successful their first shot, and they don't have that rainy day fund because they don't realize that it could become failure. Yep. Well, well, I think like gambling. It's you win a million bucks, and so you're just going to spend ten million because you think you're going to keep winning and chase it, chase yep. it down the time. I, th I think with me, you know, I've always done kind of the same thing with risk, which is. I look at a situation, look at a scenario, especially if it's about money or investment, and I'll look at it and I'll say, okay, what's the absolute worst thing that's going to happen? If this goes south, what is the what is the bottom line worst thing that's going to happen? And as you know, I mean, even in the last several years, I've had some things go south. You know, sure. And my worst case scenario on paper was actually a seven-figure worst case scenario, which did come true. I had law of attraction, but if you want to say that, <laughs> that happened with that, I don't know. But I look at that and I say, if this goes this south, is this going to end me? Am I going to, is it going to end me as a human? If the answer to that is no, I'm willing to take the risk. Yeah, never. It and, never and will. No. And I think as you get a little older with kids, you got to be a little more security, but as long mm -hmm. as you got your, your 12 moles oh, in there, yeah. your months of life mm -hmm. backed up and you're fine. I mean, you can't afford to push all your, when you get, you know, you get some responsibilities, right. you can't put all right. your chips on responsibilities. But here's the funny thing, John, I disagree. And here's why. Ooh, love it. Here's why you bring me on as a counselor. It's why it's why I'm going to put on my counselor hat. No, it's why it's why you're here because yeah, if we all agree, we need this. I'm going to put on my counselor hat. People have this risk aversion and they think they this, that, and the other thing. You can keep over half a million dollars equity in your home in judgment. You can keep over half a million in your retirement account in judgment. You go down to the bankruptcy court and you file that chapter seven bankruptcy. You wipe it all out, all your risk. You fucked up. Other than student loans, you can wipe it all out and start again. As long as it wasn't fraudulent. Yeah. Take your risks and fuck up huge. Put your money and your equity in your home. And in your retirement savings account, and it's untouchable. You can be a millionaire in bankruptcy. Well, I would also say, but you, but again, there's situations where yeah, but HELOCs are a wonderful tool because if you've got more than half a million dollars of equity in your house, right. you need to have a HELOC on on tap to yank that out to get you under that threshold because otherwise you could have a problem. Yeah, and you want to keep under that threshold. And yeah, you want you to make sure that you're not, um, you know, that. but that's why talking to somebody smart, talk, talk to you, call John. Yeah. But at the end of the day, 
people kind of don't realize what resources out there. Like people don't realize, you know, you can literally file, file bankruptcy and get out right. of half this shit. Oh, yeah. I know what I was saying before uh, Colt started kicking wires <laughs> out of <laughs> shit. Thought I made an inappropriate comment we had to cut out. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I, I don't feel the same way you do about Israel, Colt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I was from Rick and Morty. No, saying so, so some people, they, they don't take risks because of that fear. And John, you're right. Like, there's a lot of reasons you can have that. But like I said, if you understand what resources are out there, you understand what your rights are under the law. You know, there, there's a lot of exemptions. Look up NRS 21090. Go on your computer, NRS 21090, period 090. And what that is is a list of all the that, exemptions. That, that's a bingo in rule that's number bingo. five. Bingo, bingo, bingo. <laughs> like that. So that's a list of all the exemptions you're entitled to as an individual who's been in the state of Nevada for two years. So all these exemptions, you get a judgment against you, right? They can garnish a certain amount of your wages, but they can't take, you know, you are able to have a lot of stuff through bankruptcy. So if you're out there and something happens and you're 25, you know, there's literally nothing you can happen. Well, let's talk, you know, I want to, that's an interesting thing. Like, that a lot of people don't understand what it's like to hire an attorney or what it's like to deal with that. And we talk a lot about in real estate, it does, being right has very little value. True. <laughs> there's very little value. There's right. a lot of poor people. So who are right. yeah. if somebody does you wrong on a contract, like let's go through the steps. I mean, this, I think this is good information people should have. If somebody does you wrong on a contract, you know, there's a couple of things I think you should do. First of all is number one, always try to work it out. Always try to work it and out. And the reason yeah. I say to work it out is so many people are so quick to say, oh, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue you. I'm going to do this without having any idea what that really means. It's, so let's just say I'm average Joe person and I go go to hire an attorney. And, I, and you are, I like to find you to be a right in the middle. You're definitely not the cheapest guy. You're definitely not the most expensive guy. And I think in business, that's where you want to be. You want to be, yeah. I, I think that's where you want to be in general in any business. Um, that's where we are as a real estate brokerage, where we are as mortgage across the board. Yeah. You just want to be right in the middle, make, make most people happy. So if somebody was to come to you and pull a retainer, what's that going to cost them on, in, just to call it a contract dispute over a contract? So that's it. that is where I can add a lot of value. There's a lot of attorneys I know that won't take a look at a case without a $10,000 attorney, uh, retainer. Retainer. So me, it depends on the case. If it's something I think I can whip out and it'll be quick. Okay. Could be a couple, couple grand. <laughs> Speaking of whipping it out and being, <laughs> quick, being quick. Cole Tomadon, everybody. Hey, Cole Tomadon. From, from, from <laughs> so good. But you know, a lot of times these litigation cases, they start off at five, you know, five down because it takes a lot of time to get up to speed and do all this stuff. Yeah. So, so always think to yourself, you screwed me out of $4,999. Okay. So don't even call an attorney. Yeah. Try well, to work well, it out. That, that, well, that's that's the thing is yeah, people yeah. don't realize that majority of majority of the time problems people are having, it's you're going to recover if you can recover yeah. less than what it's going to cost the attorney. And right. the thing is, even if you're right, you got them dead to rights, and you can win. You yeah, can absolutely win. So, sometimes it doesn't make sense because nope. it's not about winning the lawsuit. That's only part of it. Right. It's about collecting, collecting. the collecting. lawsuit. Here's where here's where that one thing in your industry very specifically changes that in your residential purchase agreements mm -hmm. attorney fee provision in there. Yeah. So it, you can come to me it's not going to cost you what you think it will if we're successful, right? Right. Because if you have somebody that signed a residential purchase and they back out and you sue for specific performance and they're holding and they're and they're they've done something wrong and you've got them dead to rights. Well then you you have to pay me up front, but then we can go after the fees and get those back to you. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it depends on what the contract is. But talk to a lawyer. Like I mean, you know, I talk to a doctor. I wouldn't try to go well, on no, lab MD. And, yeah. and, and I mean and, and more money, more problems. I mean, my legal my legal bills 
for last year, just getting dragged in because the more deals you do, the bigger the problems are. Not with, not, not with Chris. No, not with Chris. Several, not with several, Chris. Yeah, several different attorneys. <laughs> but I mean, we were over, I mean, I think I was over 300 grand in legal fees last year. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And, and, and some of the stuff was just nonsense. And all the and nice like, bottles of scotch go straight no, to Colts. No, no, no. And, and like, and like my partner calls me and says, you know, we have this one lawsuit that was dragging out for something we had nothing to do with, nothing to do with. And it was looking like it was going to go to trial. And my partner calls me up and says, Hey, I think we just offer these people 50 grand. And like everything in me was like, but we didn't do anything. We're right. We're, right. we're, we're going right. to win. This is crazy. He's like, dude, it's going to cost us a hundred grand to go to trial. Like it's cheaper to just give them the 50, which I think Amen. was, which is the problem. Oddly enough, the day we made the offer, the judge came back and dismissed the case on summary judgment for us. Ooh, so literally we, we made the offer at nine in the morning and then at like one in the afternoon, the judge came back and ruled and our attorney was like, thank you very much. going to pull that one right back off the table. JK. Yeah. See you later. JK. Just kidding. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I just, uh, people don't, don't, don't understand. Now this is a philosophy I have. You tell me if it's right or wrong. So if I'm doing anything like a personal loan to somebody or I'm doing an investment, like I try to get the contract that I do with them, if, especially if it's like a personal guarantee, like something small, I try to get them a, like under the small claims court value on each contract. Yeah. Yeah. You want to keep it five, 10 grand. If it's just a loan like that, keep it in small claims. Yeah. Small claims but where, where you are. So, but, but like if you loan somebody 20,000 bucks, if you loan them, I know somebody like, is crazy. No, no, no. But you can do it. And I would rather loan them. I would rather loan them five grand four times oh, than $20,000 once. I think that's right. So yeah, now, that's a great so, idea. yeah. So now what I've got is I've got contracts that I can go get a judgment on in multiple times, in, multiple times in, in small, small claims court. And now I just got to worry about trying to collect them. Problem is though you, yeah, I guess that would give you an option to go to either because you could have related claims. So yeah. in civil procedure, if it's all against the same parties, mm -hmm. you could get it into district court as well. But let's say only one had defaulted or they paid you 15 and not the last five. Yeah, and you can keep it small claims. I, I think that would probably be, yeah, but I, that's what I would want to do though. I, I want to have that right to go to small claims because I, I don't, yeah, I don't, work, I don't right? want, yeah, because small goes, claims court is pretty easy, yeah. actually. It's, it's pretty really simple easy. to deal with. It's I tell really people easy. that all the time. They're like, can you represent me in it? I'm like, you don't need you me. Need go and no. just tell the judge what, what happened. happened. And the it, judge it, has it, common it, sense and, and it just makes it happen. And if you go, I lent him 10,000, he paid me back four, he owes me six, and now he's defaulted. Well, here's your judgment for six plus some costs. You know, like, you got proof. There you go. It's not, it's not difficult, but people are afraid of law. Yeah. They're afraid of their rights. And it's almost like, well, this is, I like sending people to small claims sometimes because I feel like it empowers them. Yeah. Well, I think again, you know, the, the lesson, if there is one is just, if you're, before you go to court, man, or before you start threatening to sue people or whatever it is you do, you need to look at, I mean, literally lay this out on a piece of paper, stop, take out a piece of paper and say to yourself, say, how much can I get? Like if I'm, if I win, what's the number? Mm -hmm. What is the number? And then after you talk to an attorney or whatever else, what do I think it's going to cost me to get to that number? Right. If for whatever reason it, the ball doesn't bounce my way, uh -huh. <laughs> I'm going to lose that amount of money. I tell people that I, I talk myself out of money in cases all the time because I don't want, I don't want people um, kind of going, Hey, you won me 30 grand in judgment. It costs 40 to go to trial. Yeah. Right. You go, it well, makes I, no sense. I don't have to tell you, but that's what it is. Yeah. So here's another thing, though. There, there are some mechanisms in the law where if something does happen to you, you can put attorney's fees on the table. It's called an offer of judgment in the rule. Oh, yeah. 68. Love it. So, yeah, it's great. Oh. Always. You get I'm, it out I'm a there. Super, I'm a super fan. You get it out there because then at least <laughs> right. you can then try to get some recovery back on your fees. 
But to John's point, let's say Colt comes, does me dirty, drives a car through my house and whatever, and he doesn't have car insurance. Well, what's the point in getting a judgment against him? They say, I want to sue this guy individually. Yeah. They'll never collect. Go, what? There's For no what? insurance behind it. You get it ordered, it's worthless. Right? Rip it up. For what? Well, yeah, my ego's been hurt. Hurt my ego, so I have a judgment. Go to collect against Colt. He walks over to Banco, gets it dismissed if it's not for something intentional, like violently hurting somebody. And so for the rest of life, I'm trying to garnish this guy's wages for 25%. It's silly. It's just, it's an absurdity. Well, but what's, you know, what's worse? In, in like, we have an active lawsuit right now going with my family. Um, Let's just say that my father's wishes were not honored. Abided. um, Abided by in his, in his, in his trust. They were not handled very well by, a step side of the family sure. that um, uh, is there. And there's a lawsuit involved with that. And the reason that, you know, I'm, to me, I was indifferent. It's, it's, you know, my father's estate was, was, was sizable, but it, luckily for me, where I am in my life, it, you know, it's really just going to move from me. It's go right through a pass through to me to my kids. It, was, it had nothing to do with me. Um, and it's not enough money for me to be upset about, but my sisters or one of them was very distraught about the situation and really wanted to press it. So, you know, we are necessary. We're in this lawsuit really for her, for her closure, mind, mental yeah. well being. Yeah. what it is. But I got to tell you, dude, every time something comes up with this, I have to relive like what happened and it makes me so incredibly angry like I just get just hearing about it again and having to relive what it was and having to go through, read the depositions, go to the depositions. It's just, it makes me so incredibly angry mm-hmm. that, you know, I wish we wouldn't have done it. I mean, again, I'm doing it for my sister, but oh man, you know, you got to remember if this was something that caused you some internal grief, mm-hmm. you're going to relive it the entire time you go yeah. through a lawsuit. Yeah. It's a difficult process. Yeah. That's why you can't get rape victims to go after people because they don't want to keep reliving it, reliving, reliving it. But yeah, the, the ego gets a lot of people, costs a lot of people a lot of money. The ego, <laughs> ego is, is most destructive thing. They, there was a doctor species. that uh, said there's no such thing as a uh, enemy. You create all enemies. Right, like you truly do not have an enemy. Your ego has one. Well, that's and, that's and sto- so that, that's that's classic stoicism. Is yeah. you know nothing has meaning until you give it. Give meaning. it meaning. Yep. So I have a doctor right now. I have a case. Is a doctor in town, who uh, um, my client wrote a negative Yelp review about his services from a surgery ten years ago. Wrote a negative Yelp review. Mm-hmm. He then doxed oh, I love her. This. I released love her story. naked photos. <laughs> released naked photos that she sent of him of a progress. So a photo she had a copyright in. Um, released her social security number, the last oh four, which God. are the important ones, uh, her date of birth, her email address, and private correspondence between her and her doctor. Released this information. You know who would do this? You know who would tell totally yes, do I this? Yes, I do know her. Chili's. This is something that Chili's would do. I'm telling you, Chili's would do this. This is a Chili's thing. So, so I'm, just, I'm, I'm not going to slander Chili's. I'm just kidding. Just kidding, Chili's. So this, this doctor in town um, then sued her for defamation on top of doing all that. Oh, boy. Sued her, <laughs> so that's all ego. So we came yeah. in and filed what's called an anti-slap motion when people try to sue people to bully them. Yeah, and we won, and we won all our attorneys' fees, and we negotiated a certain amount of payment. And then once that was done, now he's appealing it. <laughs> he's appealing it, and it's it's one of those things where the judge's decision was absolutely spot on. It was dead to rights. She had a public opinion, and she voiced her public opinion in a public forum. Oh boy! And he sued her for defamation. And he lost, and I won, and I'm entitled to my attorney's fees for it. Yeah. And now they're appealing him. 
Because it, it it's just all ego. And, and and all of the appellate hourlies, I can now tack onto it. So he, but he just, his ego, I assume, is what's causing him to keep trying to fight this dead fight. It's he, you, you did something wrong. No, well, we, we, we do. We had the procuring cause case here a couple of years ago. I don't yeah. remember this. And, um, Procuring cause is a, it's a realtor thing where like if it it's, depends on who's supposed to be due the commission, if you show a house right. and there's a very specific, you know, basically checklist that they go through with the realtor board to see if you have a case with this. And we had it dead to rights. We rode this commission all day long. It was, it was a textbook, easy peasy case in this, the agent that kind of did what they shouldn't have done decided to take us to, you know, we had to take them to the board, their broker sure. to get the commission. We go to the board, which you have to do through mediation. We win. Right, we win that. Then he drags it to a lawsuit. So we go to court, we win that. Then they drag it again. It went to the Supreme Court of, of Nevada. Sure. It went to the Supreme Court and we won. They must have spent, I mean, this was a decent commission. It was probably 60 or 70 grand, but he must have spent $150,000 trying to get it. And it was I, ego. I'd rather just have the 90 grand if a yeah. 60 commission right. would cost me 150 to get. It made no sense. Uh, you know, I'll never understand. But yeah, people do that all the time. And cool. ego will kill you. So have talk to other before you make rash decisions in law and in life. Talk to somebody about it. Really run them through the gamut. Really kind of examine your cost benefit analysis. What's your yeah. bat now? What's your best alternative to an agreement? Hundred percent. You know, I didn't mean to turn this into a commercial for you, but oh no, but, no, but no, no, but, but, no, but, but, yeah, no, no. But if somebody if they if they want if they are listening to this and they're in Nevada, yeah. How do they find you, dude? Seven hundred two Connell, my last name. Seven hundred two Connell Law dot com. Spelled, spell it because there's there's seven hundred two two six 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 three five five. That's a funny story how I got that number. Took a lot of effort, but I got seven hundred two Connell my name, <laughs> and um, you know, uh, give me a call if you want to just chat about real estate, or whatever. Obviously, always happy to do so. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And Colt, how do they find you? Besides Chica Bonita's on day shift. Chica Bonita's on the Tuesday <laughs> day shift. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can you can reach me through Instagram. Uh, what's your, what Colt is your what, what's the gram? Uh, Colt under the. What is it? <laughs> Colt Amadon? I think it's just, just Colt Amadon. Just like John Markson. A-M-I-D-A-N. Yeah. Ooh. Anything Google Colt Amadon. You can't Google miss me. Amadon. But yeah. I'm like, what is my All right, guys. <laughs> we'll wrap up another episode. If you like it, make sure you subscribe to come back another time. If you really like it, tell a friend. If you hate it, tell two. Because remember, it doesn't matter how they're talking. It's when they stop talking, you got a problem. See you next Amen. week. <laughs>